Welcome, everybody, to the Lockdown Lakers podcast. I'm Anthony Irwin. I'm joined by Brian Kamenetsky, Andrew, and Andrew. Do you ever call him Andrew? I Andy? do not. <laughs> I, I don't think I have ever called him Andrew. You know what it is? I, I have a brother named Andrew. So, like, Andrew, Andy is is kind of difficult. But anyway, uh, Andy <laughs> is does not work back-to-back days. He is the Kawhi Leonard of this of It's this load show. management. Yeah. He's also significantly older than both of us. So, he, you know, he does need... <laughs> The rest. Uh, so, Andy, qualif- Andy qualified for, for COVID uh, immunizations like on the first go. Like he didn't have to wait. <laughs> he was actually the test subject. Like he was. Yeah, the- no, it was just it was like, you know, it was people in nursing homes and my brother. Like that's who was available <laughs> on that first round. Like he didn't jump the line. I'm actually kind of surprised how first. good the Wi Fi is from his nursing home. Like I'm, it's, it's, it surprises the, me. That's not the what they're known for. No, but it's, you know. Yeah. We're just not gonna let them waste away in some I like you know, say lousy <laughs> state-owned, you know, last chance saloon for old yeah. people. You know, we'll do the best we can for the guy. Did you see the John Oliver segment we about served that? in Korea? It's the least we can do. <laughs> Did you see the John Oliver segment about that on his show? I think it was last week or the week before. About my brother being old? No. About no, <laughs> it was about old folks' homes. And it was um there's one in Florida where somebody fell into a pond that had alligators in it. That's not, why would, why would you tell that story? Like uh, we're having fun. We're being whimsical. We're telling stories of my brother being really old. And you have now a very serious story about old people being eaten by alligators out of negligence. That's not, that's yeah. not, that's not how a- this After I said it, it yeah. was one of those things where it was like, you know, I, w- I would like those words back. It took mind. a really dark turn. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Speaking of dark turns, we're going to talk about uh, Andre Drummond's uh, bounce back game in which he played against the Utah Jazz with their all world center, Rudy Gobert. Uh, uh-huh. And that took a dark turn. That was not a particularly fun game uh, to watch for anybody. So we're going to discuss that. Anthony Davis is going to be back uh, as soon as Thursday, it really sounds like. So we're going to discuss the impact that he is going to have on everybody around him. And then. In the, uh, in the final segment, we are going to discuss the Kobe Bryant estate uh, cutting ties with Nike because I think that says a lot about that entire industry and, and some of the shortfalls that uh, Nike has fallen into that I, I'm, I'm honestly surprised that they would take this extra PR hit that they didn't have to. But we're going to discuss that. So Let's start, though, with uh, Anthony Davis coming back. That's the big news here. That is the the thing that uh, provides everybody a little extra optimism. And uh, I'm going to quote Kyle Kuzma, who said uh, his ass better be back next uh, or on Thursday. And uh, I agree with Kyle Kuzma. I'm 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 I'm. I'm on that. Anthony, Anthony, it's one thing for Kyle Kuzma or like the Lakers, like, but Anthony Irwin is now demanding the return of, (laughs) of, of Anthony Davis. Like that is probably, if there's one thing that was going to get him in gear, that's probably it. Um, I mean, look, we here at locked on Lakers have our platform. There are Mm -hmm. dozens of our listeners, man, dozens of listeners who listen. (laughs) Who might apply a little extra pressure? What do you think AD does though? Like you've watched, I think seven games of Andre Drummond. Yeah, you've watched uh, thirty games, thirty plus games of the Lakers without Anthony Davis. You've watched uh, sixteen games 
of the Lakers without AD and LeBron. So AD coming back does what for you? I mean, obviously it makes him better, but I, I think Kuz said something. The most interesting thing I think Kuz said after the Utah game on Monday was that it's is that you need some time to learn to play with AD. Mm-hmm. It's easy to play with LeBron. Anybody could play with LeBron. You and I wow. can play with LeBron. Kuz hates Playing AD. With, Good to know. Right. AD takes a little more time. You have to learn how to work around him and work with him. Not, not like a Davis's selfish kind of way, but just like he's not he's not a point guard. He's not LeBron James. And so um, I, I think if you have to choose which one of these guys to come back, it's better that they have a few extra games with Davis in the lineup where you can get some kind of rep uh, you know, amount of repetitions with him and Drummond together so they can get used to it. So Vogel and his staff can figure out what are the best ways to use these two guys? How many minutes can they play together? How much? So it obviously makes them better. It gives them, you know, a level of talent that they haven't had in a while. Mm-hmm. But I also think it starts that the most important thing to me is it starts that path, Anthony, where they can get to normalcy into, yeah, normalcy into figuring out what they are in the playoffs. Can Davis and drum and play together late in games all that kind of stuff they can start that theoretically in little bits and pieces on thursday not in giant minutes but it's going to start hopefully thursday so the second segment is going to be the andre drummond uh rant Mm. segment so i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna dive into that but i think for ad look when he played earlier on this year his dunks were way down at this point in uh, his and the Dennis Schroeder experiment, they have not connected for a lob uh, in alley-oop. Really? Um, I believe so. Somebody said that. Uh, I think Christian said that, that like they have not connected. I just did. I mean, I believe it, but that is fascinating. Yeah. And and so like we have all of these things that are kind of coming together. And uh, I, you know, I, I need to see Anthony Davis return to the superhuman pterodactyl that we saw in, in last year's (laughs) look, I'm, I always steal that from Dan Levitard. Like he calls him a pterodactyl. It's the perfect term for it. Like everybody goes like unicorn, but like unicorns honestly would suck on a basketball court. They have hooves. Yeah. Like it's not, they wouldn't be very good. They might kill somebody like they might, you know, with the, with the horn. Well, I mean, I I will say this. Are you going to take a charge from a unicorn? (laughs) <laughs> no no i'm good <laughs> no no you're not no uh, not even kyle, yeah. kyle lowry draws more enjoyment from taking charges than any human being who's ever played basketball ever other than maybe alex caruso yeah and he say. is not going to take a charge from a unicorn um do you think kyle lowry's body is like specifically tailored to take charges because i've this is a theory this is a running theory that i have that he like he has an extra large butt and it's padding so that when he falls he's 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 better situated than like dennis Schroeder, who doesn't take charges no and he keeps hurting his tailbone i saw that again against utah on monday and it's i it's Davis was not him. He was not the fully not. formed version of himself at the beginning of the year. I mean, mm-hmm. I think we talked about this on the, the, the locker room locker chat room. on Friday. Mm-hmm. That's that, this is something that's worrisome to me is that this, what they clearly had was a, a plan to kind of slowly ramp him up, let him go. Cause he needed more time coming off the bubble. 
and then, you know, by this time of the season, hopefully he'd be really in full gear, ramping up for the playoffs and could hit it in full stride. He's going to have to compress all of that into, I, I, I can't do 72 games, but they're um, 35 and 23. So that's 68 games. What is that? Another 14 games, mm-hmm. um, give or take. That's not the same thing. And the first three or four of those, the Lakers are going to be very careful with him. So, yep. You know, he's not going to have the same run-up to get to where he was at the playoffs last year and, and hit that level. Because you're right, the Lakers need him to be what he was in the bubble last year in the playoffs. A pterodactyl a, unicorn. You know, yeah, a, a ter- yeah, exactly. Ter- so I'm, a, I'm concerned about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the thing that I think will really kind of define this season. Cause I think, I think we're all kind of taking for granted that LeBron is going to be LeBron when he comes back because he's LeBron. Uh, the one here is, is whether or not AD is AD when he comes back. Mm-hmm. And, and I think uh, that is going to define a lot of how the season is going to go for everybody. It's not, it's not just the Lakers. It's Utah. It's Phoenix. It's the Clippers. It's the Nets. All of the eyes across the NBA is going to be on Anthony Davis on Thursday, and 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 rightfully so, you know. For for, yeah. for, for and, and, and we'll see what it. I mean, it's Thursday, it's just easing in. It's the fifteen minutes. It's the whatever it is. But like th- this team needs to get better offensively. Yeah, they just Oof, they're not they? right now. They're not good enough offensively. We saw that against Utah. We, you know, they've had a lot of the games that they won, and two their. They won, I think they, you know, seven of their last 13, so seven and six in the last 13 games without these guys. That is tremendous what yeah. the Lakers accomplished without those guys in the lineup, and they've managed tread water. They've got both, you know, if they lose both of those games against Dallas, they're still going to have a two-game lead over the Mavericks. Like, what they've accomplished is, is fantastic, and the entire team and Frank Vogel deserve credit, but they need to get better offensively or they're not going to win a title, I don't think. I don't yep. think they can just grind it out this way defensively. no. No, 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 no. Not against the teams that they're going to be facing in the postseason. For they sure. got to score a little bit. Yep. All right. Let's take one quick second here and come back. Uh, I'm going to go full, I guess, Mad Dog. Mad Dog is like the, is, is, is like, is he the, the radio? Really? Like, I, 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 I don't have that I, kind of energy. I'm going to go like, no. I'm going to go like 30% Mad Dog on, on Andre Jones. <laughs> Today's show is brought to you in part by Rock Auto. Head on over to rockauto.com where you will visit a family business that has been doing this for over two decades now. uh, And you are going to find the best collection of parts that you can possibly find on the internet. Uh, It is getting insane. (laughs) The the more high-tech these cars get, the more difficult it is to find the proper part. And that makes it all the easier for the big companies to mark up all of the parts that you might need should anything go wrong with your car well rockauto.com is here to help you avoid all of those kinds of messes uh, as best you can they have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps motor oil Uh, your car needs carpet they have that too whether it's for your classic or daily driver get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to cat to navigate quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specs and prices you prefer and most importantly the prices you see 
are going to be the same for everybody, regardless of your driving background. So again, head on over to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or your truck, and then write locked on in there, how did you hear about us box, so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today in a daily podcast, breaking down the biggest news stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. So Andre Drummond... So Andre Drummond plays in this one, kind of. And uh, it was funny because, so he played in the Lakers' first game against Utah where uh, Rudy Gobert didn't play. Uh, Obviously, Donovan Mitchell didn't play in either of these games. They rested a lot of people in the first one. And and my mentions were on fire in, in uh, in the first game. When are you going to start? When are you going to eat your crow on, on Andre Drummond? Look at him go. 27 points, eight boards. Look at him go. This guy's this guy's the center that the Lakers uh, knew that they were going to sign and, and offered all these promises to. This is the guy that you actually give promises to, right? And I was like, well, you know, let's, let's – this isn't the same Jazz team that they're going to face in a postseason setting. So let's actually mm-hmm. see what that looks like. And, and then, so we saw what it looks like or something closer to what it looks like in uh, last night's game. And I got to tell you, man, <laughs> I'm not I, a fan. Here's, okay. I'm not I, a fan. Here's the part I that I'm, this, I am, this is the part that I'm confused by every single time you do this. <laughs> okay. What were you expecting? Like, not did this. you not, have you not, More have you this. not familiarized yourself with Andre Drummond's career? Like, the fact that he is this, like that Cleveland was able Did, to trade for this guy with great counting stats. Like they got him for like a bag of Oreos last year. And like, Oreos you know, and they, then they had to buy him out. No, but like, like, well, here's, here's my retort to that. Uh-huh. Did the Lakers watch him? Like, yes. did, 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 like, cause, cause they promised him reportedly they promised him Anthony, all these things they no, promised no, no, no. Him, you you are you are hung up on the promise promised thing. him all of these promised things. him what like anybody who has watched him play would say that promising promised andre drummond what? a starting job okay a, a starting why like, would you prom- sign andre drummond if you want to get him and he's would you would you would you stipulate that andre drummond was better than who else was available on the buyout market are you re- are you ready for this? Because like the I honestly feel this. Who are you going to get way. that was better than Andre? They had Drummond. him already. They had Damian Jones. That's the player that the Lakers needed. Like is that it? that in my that in my opinion is the person that they needed. Somebody who yes who does Damian like, Jones who does what for them offensively? Dunks. Damian Jones he's who they lost. Of, he's who lost capable a, of who's not going to play a second. In the playoffs, I would. I think the Lakers are better off if they don't play Andre Drummond a second. I think, he's, and they may not. But, but, like, but that's the thing. Though, is Andre that Andre Drummond is a much better player than Damian Jones. Based on he what? Is. Based on like I, I'm, I'm on like this is me asking you, Brian. I'm, I'm honestly asking com- you based he is on a what? More accomplished offensive player who is able to do far more things 
for you. You, you, you know, it was a much bigger body. You saw him basically drive, I think, was it Ilyasova the other night off the floor? Um, you know, like you, you have to account for him on the offensive glass. You have to account for him in different spots on the floor in ways that you do not have to accommodate for Damian Jones. There's a reason. And look, Damian Jones went to Vanderbilt. He's a Vandy guy. I like to support my Vandy guys. You went to Vanderbilt? There's a reason he's played for like six teams in the last two and a half years. Okay. And he, he wasn't even that good. He wasn't like a difference maker defensively. The one thing that he could do that Drummond doesn't do is jump. Drummond is not a vertical threat. Al Davis would have hated him. But he is not, you know, he is not as good a player. Do you think jumping is important Drummond. in basketball? It is. It is one skill that is useful for certain things. And in the playoffs, Damian Jones would not have played and he would not have had an impact on anything they were going to do. JaVale McGee is a much better JaVale McGee is a better player than Damian Jones. You're and right. JaVale didn't do anything javel didn't touch the floor last year but that's fine with me i don't think they need like i the problem my my problem with andre drummond mm -hmm. is that like there is a demand for a certain number of minutes and a certain role that i don't think he's good enough to fill on a championship but you're assuming that he's going to get 30 minutes a night in the playoffs you're assuming that he's going to do all these other things and it's it's just not not gonna. I mean, we learned every anything we learned last year is that Vogel will pull guys on and off the floor. They owe absolutely nothing to Andre Drummond. Okay, he's not going to play with them next year. And so if he ends up doing good things, and look tonight before the game, because I anticipate I saw his numbers <laughs> and I anticipated this, I looked up like Andre <laughs> Drummond's net rating uh -huh. in this before that six games that he had played. Keep mm -hmm. in mind he's got a bad foot. Um, and when you're not a, you know, not a leaper, you know, when you have one toe, it's a one big toe, it's a problem. <laughs> His net rating was like four points higher per 100 than Gasol's after okay. tonight, it's two points lower, which just gives you a small <laughs> sample size theater. So I, just, I don't want people to think I'm just manipulating the statistics here, but going into the game tonight, uh, you know, uh, on Monday, that second jazz game, he, he was clearly not hurting them. And tonight, or, you know, I, I keep doing that thing. I'm supposed to call it Monday or last yeah, night. Last night. Yeah. I usually say last night, if right. you, depending on when you guys are listening to this. I always try for TV. You always say, you know, the, the night of the week uh, mm -hmm. because it's live and they, but they replay it the next day. I've never been on TV. So, uh, well, couldn't tell you. Not all of us can be this handsome. <laughs> he was hardly the only problem. I mean, I, I here's I, I shouldn't we be spending more time talking about how say like Montrez has low key kind of sucked over the last week and a half mm -hmm. or two weeks. I mean, like I understand the the sort of the obsession with Drummond, and there was a lot of hype, and they did promise him a starting job over Marcus All, who everybody was just crushing anyway. And now I was not crushing Marcus All. To be clear. I, I, Okay. But you know, you gotta give me you, get, you have to give me the opportunity to be consistent. The offense wasn't good with yeah. Gasol in the lineup. The defense has been again Monday notwithstanding, no worse with Drummond than it was with Gasol. They've been still very good defensively. And up to this point, had been better offensively. I don't think in the end Drummond is necessarily going to have a massive impact. I, I kind of agree with you there. But I also don't think that there's the, you. You talk about him like the Lakers have 
have promised him stuff like he's LeBron James and are turning the franchise over to Andre Drummond and like are just bound to all the, no, no, it's not how this is going to work. If he doesn't play well and it doesn't look good, he's going to sit through every fourth quarter they play in the playoffs. And if that happens, awesome. Great. I, that, that I would be, and I, and I will, and I will hop on here and I'll say, Brian, you were right, but we haven't reached that point Looking yet. forward to that. <laughs> All right. let's take another quick second here and when we come back we got to talk about uh kobe's uh estate fighting with nike and nike just whew, man I, I i've read the story over a couple times now and i think nike is making a giant mistake Today's show is brought to you in part by Bet Online. Head on over to Bet Online. Use that promo code Locked On for a fifty percent deposit bonus. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are all in full swing. Bet Online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. Real real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine be, can also be found at BetOnline.ag uh, and also the Twitter account. Bet at betonline underscore ag. Bet online has you covered for all the new scores and odds. It's the best place to bet, place all your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to betonline.ag. Use that promo code locked on, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online is your online sportsbook experts. Betonline.ag promo code locked on. When you need fantasy basketball advice, it's important that you have a reliable source. More people trust Josh Lloyd, host of Locked On Fantasy Basketball, than any other fantasy basketball podcast. Subscribe to the number one fantasy basketball podcast, Locked On Fantasy Basketball, wherever you get podcasts. Should I go Mad Dog again on Nike this time? So these shoes, guys! Like... <laughs> um, so... T- <laughs> All right, so I'm I'm going to uh, I'm working off of uh, the write up that Harrison did for Silver Screen and Roll. Harrison, um, that's a mistake. Every so often, he 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 says some smart things. Like the other day, he DM'd me. He's like, "Hey, man, I don't think Andre Drummond is very good." He does have a fedora. So, um, all right, so so I'm going to read this uh, according to a source. This is from uh, Nick DePaula of ESPN. According to a source. Uh, Bryant and the estate had grown frustrated with Nike limiting the availability of Kobe products during his retirement and after his January 2020 death in a helicopter crash. There was also frustration with the lack of availability of Kobe footwear in uh, kid sizes, according to sources, presumably to be worn by by both young boys and young girls getting their starts in the sport. Nike, sources said, had presented an extension offer that was not in line with the expectations of an ongoing lifetime structure like the uh, Nike uh, Inc. contracts held by Michael Jordan and LeBron James. Um, so this is, uh, this is all a part of a longer piece that uh, Nick DePaula has, has written about this. Uh, Vanessa Bryant went on there and, and said that you know her focus has always been on uh, allowing Kobe's shoes to 
uh, end up in the hands of, of, of his fans. So that was the, the gist of that. And then she made a, an official statement um, because of everything that was going on. So Vanessa Bryant to ESPN, uh, quote, Kobe and Nike have made some, some of the most beautiful basketball shoes of all time, worn and adored by fans and athletes in all sports across the globe. It seems fitting that more NBA players wear my husband's product than any other signature shoe. That's actually true. Yes, my hope, my hope is, uh, my hope will always be to allow Kobe's fans to get and wear his products. I will continue to fight for that. Kobe's products sell out in seconds. It says everything. Final tweet here. Uh, I was hoping to forge a lifelong partnership with Nike that reflects my husband's legacy. We will always do everything we can to honor Kobe and Gigi's legacies. That will never change. End quote. Um, I just given given everything that I said there, Brian. Like, where where do you where where do you reside on this one? Other than like the easy stance of like go Vanessa go. Well, no, I here's the thing. I I, I I'm not a shoe guy. I I, I know okay. the frustration because I follow the same you know Twitter people. handles that other people do about the sneaker drops with Kobe stuff and how like the Nike app had basically created this massive secondary market that was really enriching price gougers um, and, and, and making it very difficult to get his shoes. And I, I think that is slimy to, you know, it, it is, it's uncomfortable to say the least. I don't know anything about the relationship okay. between Vanessa Bryant and, and uh, Nike. I don't. Um, I think this is what, what I find distressing sort of in this and what I'm not looking forward to. I worry that this becomes sort of the first in a long line of what become arguments and debates over Kobe's creative legacy, whether mm -hmm. it's the documentary that theoretically could come out, um, you know, uh, uh, that they, you know, he shot his entire last season yep. um, with that film crew stuff like that or what happens now with his shoes or what happens with the creative properties or what happens with some other thing down the road like the business of kobe bryant is incredibly complicated now because of the legacy and and the and and the the way he died and i i just i i, I am I, my concern is that this becomes the start of something, you know, we, we, we got the first little bit of it. Like when, when his name was, when they removed his name from the, the mama sports Academy, I don't know the insides are out of that either. And I don't particularly care. And they didn't make a fuss out of it, whatever, but like, she is going to be rightly very, very controlling of his name and his legacy and all these other things. And that is going to run into, I think a lot of these moments where, what it means to have something with Kobe's name on it that is public because he belongs so much, particularly of LA. Like we feel like we, like he belongs to us, like the city yeah. to fans. And I think to her credit, I think Vanessa Bryant's very sensitive to that, but there's a tremendous amount of money mm -hmm. that's tied up in all of these other things. That and she might not have access, like won't have access to. I, no, yeah, I don't know, but, but, I, I, but that, I don't know what she owns. I don't know yeah. what, what they can turn around and create with his name and logo and, and, and things like that on it. Um, 
but I also worry like what happens, you know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you're, are you, are you a shoe guy, Anthony? Like I am. What happens yeah. if they come out with some other, you know, line of stuff and it's not as good as the stuff that was in Nike? Like, God, it's just, everything about this is incredibly complicated. And I feel, I don't feel bad for Nike because they're, I don't know Nike and it, it's like, it's a giant whatever, but I just, I feel bad for her. I feel bad for her family. I yeah. feel bad for everyone because I worry that situations like this are going to become more complicated and could get ugly. So sorry, that was a really long answer no, to that question. No, but, but like this is the thing though, it, it requires a level of nuance, I think, uh, that that I think is going to lack in this conversation over the next few days, right? Because it's really easy to say, like, actually, Vanessa is right. You know, actually, we should all be team Vanessa. And she she, you know, to to maybe I don't know what you really depending on what Nike was trying to do here, might, might, she wind, could up, be. might wind up. Yeah. We're going to find out that Nike was doing some shady stuff because, uh, you know, they felt like they could take advantage of Kobe's widow, which would be just a, a level of disgusting that I wouldn't pass, put past Nike, but like, I, I, like I, I would say I, in, in, in paying attention to some of the stuff, like Nike has always had, the productive wherewithal to meet the demand of the shoe output, right? Like they've always, they have giant factories, controversially so, where they can produce as many shoes as it takes to where every Kobe fan after his death could have had a, a new pair of Kobe's if they wanted to go out and buy one. And they chose not to do that. It was a conscious decision that they made to not go out and do that to the point where you had all these bots going out there and buying up these shoes and, and, and then reselling them on a market that literally benefited the son of one of the top level Nike executives. Jesus, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so it begs a question, how many of those relationships exist out there? We don't know. You know, there's, there's no way to know. And, and when you have this, and Vanessa is very clearly of the mind of, I want as many people to enjoy Kobe's shoes because that's their last thing that they get to, you know, to, to, to remember my husband by. Um, if that's her stance there, the fact that Nike would get in the way of that in any way, shape, or form is yeah. just, I, I, don't, I, I don't know what to do with that. I don't, I don't I, know. I don't, I, I don't know enough about any of this. And... Yeah. To, to comment on the right and wrong of it. I mean, I, for, again, I, I lean in terms of the, the sneaker releases, I lean on the people who follow this and care about it. I yeah. own a single pair of high tops that I got for free that I will mm-hmm. almost surely never wear again because I have zero intention of ever playing in another basketball game. <laughs> and that's probably okay yeah. with the universe. What, what kind of shoes um, do you normally rock then? Like, what do you, what do you usually wear? Um, I don't know. I might sandals? wear running shoes. I might wear sneakers. I, I just, I don't wear high tops around. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're, you better be a person who either loves basketball, like to the, like, or plays basketball and grow like to walk around in, in basketball shoes. Mm. Like, I think you should, like, if you're going to wear a team hat, you should be a fan of that team. Like just certain things like that. Like I, I yeah. like, I love shoes, mm-hmm. but I don't, I'm not going to wear high tops. Like, you know, basketball shoes as like my just daily wear especially in la in the summertime 
too hot. <laughs> um, but I just, I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of, of that. Nike are not filled with stupid people. And so, no. I mean, I, I, there are probably a lot of layers in this that uh, eventually take back to Nike wasn't, you know, Nike wanted, thinks Kobe's legacy is worth X and Vanessa thinks it's worth Y. Yeah. Um, that could be part of it. Um, it yeah, really could was... be a lot based on how they were handling the releases or what they wanted to do in the future with, I don't, I don't know, but I, I, and I, I don't want to say I don't care because I do. And, but you're right. It's very easy to just look at it and say, you know, go Vanessa, screw Nike and that's it. I just don't look forward to more of these fights. I don't yeah. look forward to what seems like the inevitable encroachment of the business of Kobe starting to become headlines. Yeah. More than sort the of memory the basketball of Kobe. player. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we've all like I've I've lost both my uh it was it was it's funny because I've I don't have any grandparents. I don't know if you have any grandparents left, but not living, not, not anymore. Um I remember when my so I never met my mom's dad and my mom's mom died with like twenty seven thousand dollars to her name. Like it was it was it was easy enough to just kind of split amongst the kids and 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 you go on your way. But then my dad's parents passed and uh I remember as as you know, they got older, that stuff started encroaching on the relationship that I had with my cousins that I had with my aunts and uncles and stuff like that. And, and it really, I remember at one point screaming, yelling at my uncle, do you just want them to die? Like, is that, is that the hope here? Like, is it, you know, is is, you're just waiting for them to die? My, my, my wife's side of the family, they had an aunt like that who was I mean, damn near. Yeah, trying to kill my grandmother-in-law. Right, and 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 you, for you that walk reason, away, you walk away from that, and you're like, I will never look at my uncle the same, and I will, you know, I will, you know, th- those those months that you looked at your grandparents, you feel like you're wasting some of that stretch with your grandparents because that's it coming to mind at all, you know, and 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 I feel like here with Kobe, it's a lot of that same stuff where we are now that part of this, the business side of this, the money side of this is encroaching on the memory of Kobe. And it's, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough it's thing. Not, to, to it's experience. not a happy place to be. I mean, I, fortunately the enemy here, first of all, nobody's going hungry. Um, yeah. Which is good. But the enemy here right now is a, I, I, I it's Nike. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, if, if there's nobody loses here sort of in this, battle and ultimately hopefully people can get the shoes and get the designs that they want or other things come out or other creative i i I don't know and i hope this i hope i'm wrong i I hope Mm -hmm. i'm wrong yeah um i worry i'm not yeah all right that's going to do it for this episode of the locked on lakers podcast andy will be back tomorrow to talk trash on brian and the Mm. house that you have put him in so so that's that's something you guys (laughs) You guys can, uh, if they, if they let him in to. after, after applesauce and pudding time, <laughs> um, this has been fun. Uh, I, I do want to, I do want to thank you guys because, uh, the, the comments, the listens, all of that stuff, um, is, is way up since 
the Kamenetsky brothers uh, hopped on here. The support has gone up in in ways that uh, you know has has kind of blown me away. You're so welcome. thank you guys for that. Yeah, thank you, Brian, specifically for that. Yep. Andy, we'll talk about this tomorrow. Um, otherwise, have You're a welcome, great America. Rest- <laughs> have a great rest of your day. Make somebody else's. We'll talk to you.